Hello. Hello. Um, welcome to Off the Book, the podcast. I'm Maddie. I'm Beth. And we talk all things YA, NA, adult books. Today's a very exciting and momentous occasion because we both have mics now. We do. Although I don't know how close I need to have mine. I think you're fine. Welcome. Or is this an ASMR channel? <laughs> Channel. This is disgusting and I hate it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you though. Here's how you know 2020 was really bad. I actually started listening to some ASMR. No. Like, literally, I was that stressed. I turned to ASMR. Nothing, it just, it was just, yeah, it was a weird moment. Okay. When was this? I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like first, I'm looked, first lockdown? No, like nearer the end of the year. Oh dear, Bethany. And actually still a little bit now. I'm concerned. I'm concerned, but it helps calm me down. I only watch TikToks though. I don't listen to, I couldn't listen to like a full audio, but it's. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad it's just just TikToks. It's like a 30 second TikTok of like, someone just kind of like saying like nice affirmations like, hey. You're doing a great job, I believe in you. Okay. Bye. On that note, and we're on that- talking about Crooked Kingdom today. <laughs> Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo. Which, if and- there's not a third book soon, I'm gonna sue. Yeah, I will sue. Uh, but before we get onto that, Maddie, how are you? How's your mental health? Um what are you reading and what are you watching i think those are the normal questions yep so reading and watching is exactly the same thing still on merlin still on chosen ones i feel like i could probably get through chosen ones today or tomorrow Mm -hmm. well done Mm -hmm. um although it is shocking i've only read two books so far this year (gasps) i how have i read more than you i don't know I don't know because I've been behind for the past two books. I finished Crooked Kingdom yesterday. No, I finished it this morning in my break time. Oh my god! <laughs> at least, at least you weren't messaging me, being like, "I'm almost done. We can, we can <laughs> record in a minute." Nobody can see, but Beth help. is just doing a peace sign and a Debbie Ryan. And a Debbie Ryan, but actually, it was the ori- originally the Kristen Stewart. Yes. Um, but that was like a lip bite. Beth just sent me a TikTok and <laughs> all I've got going through my head is that. So mental health, I'm actually going to say, is that. I can't describe it to anyone. Can we share it on our social media? Because it'll have the guy's handle. It's just, that's also my mental health. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll, sh- I'll share it on... Um... Instagram and Twitter, maybe you, you can do a duet of it on TikTok or something. I don't I know. I don't even know. <laughs> it's completely unbook related, but it's all I've got going through my head right now. Mental health. Huh? It just describes my mental health at the moment. That's literally like, same. Like I'm sad, but also God complex. Yeah, literally. That's 
that's just the way we roll in the words of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> All right then. What about you? Well, we've already discussed my mental health. I am that same TikTok. What uh, am I watching? Uh, I think after all of the kind of like driver's license, skin, lie, 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 like Olivia Rodrigo drama, I think I'm actually, I might start High School Musical, the musical, the, the series, but I feel like I'm, I feel like it's blasphemous because we grew up with High School Musical and it doesn't feel right to me because also it won't have the iconic moment of what are those two doing in a tree? Like, <laughs> which is the best line in the entire series. Literally, literally. Um, actually, no, correction. I'm I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy with my mum. For anyone out there listening, the musical episode. Yes. Have you watched it? I scream cried. I don't know how to explain how that works. But like my mum was just sat there like, how are you doing? And I'm just sat on the floor like having a breakdown. Like what? I was like, am I on drugs? Is it better or worse than the Riverdale musical episodes? The So with the Grace and Anatomy musical episode, I thought I was on drugs. To watch the Riverdale ones, I think I needed to be on drugs to be able to get through that without being in pain. Okay, what about the, the random Sabrina musical episode that they had? Um, Honestly, I just blacked out and pretended it didn't exist. <laughs> I pretend Fair like enough. Half- Everything that makes Sabrina really like Riverdale, I pretend didn't exist. Yeah, same. Because Sabrina's so good, especially if you cut out all the bits that make it look like Riverdale. Yeah, the parts where they force Riverdale into it, like, oh, we're just going to go to Riverdale to get, you know, that really good milkshake from that one place. (laughs) And then what am I reading? I finished Crooked Kingdom this morning and I came home and I read four pages of a book. What book? Yes, Bethany. <laughs> I read four pages of Tower of Dawn. Uh, there are people uh, who will remember um, back in the early days of the podcast. There was a point where, you, where Maddie was like, "Everyone listening, just comment on one of our posts." Beth, stop what you're doing and read Tower of Dawn, and people did it. And did so I if you want to do it again. So if you want to do it again to keep yeah, this keep encouraging her. Um, my hope is we have the British half term holidays coming up which is a week where I don't have to go to work I don't have to plan any lessons I'm gonna read so much I'm also gonna sleep that's my plan so for the next two weeks I'm not in school I'm at uni um they tried to make us go in I said you're fully aware we're in a national lockdown right (laughs) I'm not going in so they are perching me on a laptop so that I don't have to go in and I can just uh, be on Microsoft Teams. You know I'm planning on having my book there. Yeah. Yes. So I've got two weeks of that and independent study and then half term where I don't have to do anything. And then after that, I'm on a 60% timetable. So my life's going to be absolute hell. So I'm planning on using these three weeks to get through as many books as possible. I love that for you. Beth will already know because I've been messaging her being like, so March, what are we doing for the podcast in March? <laughs> Just so I know, so I can be prepared. I need to read these books now because I 
feel like I'm going to be incredibly stressed and Beth's like Maddie that's like two months away you need to chill out I was like Maddie that's two months away but also like over the past like 24 hours I had my own like oh my god what's happening with life so I I was just like Maddie I can't (laughs) you know I can't I also broke a nail and I'm really sad that sucks and I just mine have got really long recently look at these mine have been long as well no one can see them and i'm not showing anyone my nails just for the record the one time we're not talking on the group chat jessica has decided to wake up oh yeah (laughs) jessica the third uh like the ghost she's like she's literally like a ghost of the podcast because we talk about her all the time Mm -hmm. i I feel like we should say something right because i don't think she listens so jessica if you hear this, you need to just message us and say, I don't know, um, onions. And then we'll know you've been listening. She said she started listening to a few of the episodes. And I was like, oh, it's really good, girls. I told her once, I was like, we absolutely slagged you off. She was like, what did you say? I was like, listen to it. She said, absolutely not. What did you say? <laughs> and I'm like, I want to hear what we're saying about you, Jessica. I feel like we should tell her if she ever wants to like actually feature, she has to listen to every single episode every single one that's a lot bitch i know we've we've, we've <laughs> recorded them i've read the books for them we've done the work i know it's a lot but she's one of our best friends so she can do it but equally there's books that i want her to read and i don't want her to be spoiled so then she doesn't listen to those until she's read them okay so he can listen to our hunger games ones and cackle over the fact that we said that Ms. we said that mr shoe should be in a, like immediately electric chair also off topic sorry you go sorry my brother's been watching glee back to back he's got through the entire how many seasons six and then started from the beginning again um is miles okay i don't know i'm gonna go with no um but there i'm really realizing how messed up will schuster is there is literally a moment where he's like guys you're all a minority. You're in the Glee Club. <laughs> and everyone just sat there like, that's not how it works. Mm. Like, he's super controversial as a teacher. And I've seen people that are like, oh my God, Mr. Schuster's my hero. And I'm like, he is like one step away from being a pedophile. You know who my hero is? Sue Sylvester. Like, she's a terrible person. <laughs> but she at least knows that Will Schuster is corrupt. Uh-huh. Yep. I love her. I love her so much. Well, uh, my favourites are like Mercedes, who is consistently turned down for solos and is always being painted as a diva. And I've sat there like, mm, wow, Ryan Murphy, this is some clear racism towards the character. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, or like, again, like Santana Lopez, uh, like as a Latina woman, is like always portrayed as like super, super angry. Um, but oh my God, Santana's performances are always amazing. I love uh-huh. Santana I uh, said I, something. I said the other day that the Britney episodes are my favourite episodes of Glee. And Miles got very angry. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. In our trio, I'm Britney, you're Santana, and Jess is Quinn. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not. We did a Teen Wolf quiz earlier and every single one of us got styles. 
This is the only time we've all had the same response. Normally, if we do a quiz, Maddie and Jessica the exact same answer and they're freaking out. And I'm there like, what is, what's mine? What is this? <laughs> Who am I? What was the one you got the other day? Oh, it was what it's dress? Like, what dress? Of... From Elizabeth Swan in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it, was, it was like one where she's dressed up as a goddess, but I was sat there like, I was really rooting for the red dress in the first film. It's like super cool. No. What one's the red dress in the Hold on, I need it's to It's one that the creepy pirates give her and they're like, oh, well, Miss Swan, we want our dress back, which means you've got to walk around naked. And she's like, absolutely not. Get on your bike. I'll have a look. I mean, I got the the pirate, the, what's it called? The black one. Uh, that, what's that called? Yeah, you got the cool outfit. It's like yeah. a pirate coat. It's like black yeah. with gold. Uh-huh. Or embroidered with gold, not laced. Now that I've mentioned Glee and the fact that I'm Brittany, all I can hear is the fondue for two, fondue for two. That's some hot goo. It's fun to for two. Oh, this one. Yeah, I would have loved that dress. That's fair. Yeah, I like that one. Mm. Um, anyway. By the way, I have a suggestion on what I would like. Um, and I will have to be completely honest. I stole this from a BuzzFeed article and it was like memes that like every, uh, every Grishaverse person can like um relate to so we're scrolling through and here is my suggestion for this week's episode title and it's apparently the dregs code i'd say it's just casbrecker's code crows before hoes (laughs) because that man is like every time he gets close to possibly liking someone he's like back to my gang shit yeah fair yeah Uh uh-huh i see that Literally. I would also Sorry. like to state that Casbacker is a terrible person, but I have thought of him nonstop for the past week. Right? Rent free. Rent free. You know, I read this. You know that one TikTok I made where I was like, um, I hope Casbacker's okay. Yeah, I hope Casbacker's okay. And also, social distancing must be fantastic. <laughs> Has I see? I didn't understand that at first. But obviously, at that point, I hadn't read the books, and now I know. Now mm-hmm. we know. He invented it. Let's be honest. He invented it. Literally, I've also just remembered there's an entire huge plot point from the end that social distancing would help, and I've not even made a mention of it in my notes. My notes <laughs> are so bare, so barren. My notes are quite good this time. It's organized because so much happens at once. I've actually gone through and organized them. Are you proud? I'm really proud. My notes. Last week I didn't have any notes. (laughs) My notes are not, but my I have a section of quotes that I really love. Um, So that's going to take twenty minutes on its own. Me just listing my favorite quotes because you know what, Lee Bardugo, that woman can write a book. Mm -hmm. Quotes. Ninth House is next on my list once I finish Chosen One. I'm debating. There's I have a lot of books on my list. I've got a lot of books on my shelf that I bought. Right, should we get started then? Let's get this show on the road. Oh, wait. When are we um, ending the giveaway? We can't talk about that right now because I've not decided the date. I'm assuming end of January, the last day of January. We'll say that. Sure, okay. 
But whether we stick to that, who knows? Because you put me on the spot. I'm going to put a reminder in my phone. <sighs> we have. Damn. We can't keep it open forever, Bethany. Oh, being so organised. Okay. okay. End yeah, end of January. Um, so go go do that, I guess. Cool. Yeah, please join it. We have uh, we've had people making really great book suggestions. Um, a lot of them. Um, oh my god, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before. I've never heard of it, but a lot of people have recommended it, so I'm in, I'm intrigued. Uh, the reviews oh, are very mixed. Um, what we're going to do though for announcing the giveaway, what we'll do is, or deciding the giveaway because we have two books to give away, so that therefore that one winner or two. I don't know whether we're going to do two. Well, we've said on all the social medias two winners, so we did. Cool. <laughs> I've been in a stress haze for the past two weeks, so I can't remember what I've done. So cool, two winners, lit. Two winners, one book what each. <laughs> Surprise books, by the way. We're not telling you until you, you get it. The only thing we will let you know is it's it's books that we like. We're not giving you like bad books that we think are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you the worst one, the ones I haven't even read, by the way. <laughs> we are giving you the fan fiction after. Uh-huh. Congratulations, really we've printed it out. There is a book version of it, you know. No, but I want to read the original fan fiction because I feel like I that's... have read it. I feel like it's gonna be like worse. And I I still think we should do a special episode where we take a shot every time we're uncomfortable. I feel like we'd be on the floor. Maybe that's the point. May I I watched <laughs> the film. I've watched both of them and I find them absolute comedies. There are people that I know that think they're like the most romantic films ever. And I'm like, this is not a healthy relationship. How do you, it's the beginning of the second film where he's like, we were more romantic than Shakespeare, Jane Eyre. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know if you saw it. I liked it on Twitter. It was that one, um, that one gif of, well, it was a meme. It was that one meme of uh, the guy who's meant to be Harry Styles going, fucking Trevor. But it oh. said, but it said, I can't say his name, Kawai? 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 It was so fucking Kawai. And I laughed so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm going through our likes until we find that. I love that. I'm trying to figure out how to spay, say, say his name. What's it? How to pronounce. How? While you're Googling that, I'd like to make the first point, and it's basically the same point I made last time. In what's essentially the prologue, we have a Grisha man named Emil Retvenko, and he's kidnapped by a winged shoe man. I had absolutely no idea what this meant to add to the plot. It's basically just like juiced. Used? Juiced? Literally, they're there, there's a paragraph, no one cares. Yep. Um, I mean, it does hold some information that we get yeah, later on. It was too long. It could have just been, there was a man. He walks to the building. Then there was a winged man. Um, it is pronounced Kuwait. 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 There we go. So it, it was fucking Kuwait. <laughs> fucking Kuwait. For those of you who have read Cricket Kingdom and you're not just like spoiling yourself by listening to this podcast, you'd, you'll understand oh. that. Shit, by the way, spoiler alert. Just as a heads up, also, we're going to swear a fucking lot. <laughs> Should we get started? Yeah. Well, I've already started because I talked about the... Yeah, but we talked about the non-important random prologue yeah. thing. There's a gambling parlour. 
There's, there is. Well done. <laughs> well, what's it called? Uh, Club Cumulus. Oh, you've actually got the name. I was not that organised. Um, there, the whole gang's there basically, except from Matthias, right? Kaz is the dealer. Wylan, Wylan, is that how you say it? Yeah, Wylan. Wylan the waiter. Yeah, he's a waiter. Jesper's there. Play. I don't know why Kaz was like, "Here, have some money. <laughs> Just gamble it away." Because um, everyone knows Jesper will. Uh huh. And then Nina is just uh, just flirting He's... with some random guy called Smeet, Cornelius Smeet. Cornelius Smeet, who we actually find out is Jan Van Eck's um, lawyer. Lawyer, I yeah. I don't know. I don't know where Inej is at this point. I can't remember. Inej is captured by Van Eck. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Stephanie! <laughs> because it's like a really big plot point. <laughs> it's a really bad confession. I only started the book yesterday and I read it all. <laughs> it should be fresh in my mind, but is yeah. it? So Inej is still like being <laughs> tortured, kidnapped by Van Eck. Okay, are we clear? I don't know where Matthias is at this point, but he's. I know where Matthias is. Where is he? Yeah, but you don't. You don't see him. He's a. Uh, he's like hiding in the kitchen gonna help like make an escape is he yeah because because okay. uh, kaz is in there as well and then wylan comes in it's like oh my god why have you let jesper do because basically the reason why jesper and nina are there with this guy is they they need to keep him there till midnight and why and um this guy eventually is like oh no i think it's time for me to go home and jesper then decides no shit i'm running out of money i need to keep this guy here so Jesper takes off like his guns and puts them on the table and is like, let's raise the stakes. And Wylan's there like, oh my God, he's going to bet the guns. Oh my God. And like West, West. <laughs> uh, Wylan has a full on breakdown, like not the guns. So he then goes. Yeah, I do remember that. Because that was like um, one of Kaz's kind of punishments for him um, dobbing them in mm. last time. I was going to say last episode. <laughs> not the right thing. But last episode for us. Yeah, for us. So Wylan and Kaz, they escape. They go to Cornelius Smeet's house. They use a whistle to fend off his go- his dogs and then um, they break in and his gods. And then they try to find out what we think. We're trying to find out where Inej is. But I'm just going to say it now because otherwise it's going to get too complicated to say, like to talk about later on. They're actually trying to figure out where... That ex-wife is being kept because Wylan, Wylan's mum, dead, very dead, died long time ago. Uh-huh. Long, um, long, so long time ago. Now Vanek is married to a young lady called Alice, uh-huh. but she's like super young. Basically, she's, like she's basically the same age as Wylan, or just older, and it's she's creepy. She's pregnant. I have lots to say about Alice, but we'll get to that later. Um. All I want to say is the whole Alice singing plot point is me trying to sing when I'm drunk. That's all Fun I Fun can... fact, apparently she's a soprano. Oh, that makes everything so much worse for Crow. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I found that out because I was trying to Google something about her and it came up. So fun fact, guys. 
Um, so they get what they need, they get back out, and then he bumps into Smee, Kaz bumps into Smee and gives him his whistle back. Um, oh, but don't forget, they as they're sneaking out of the house, uh, Smee's, like, child wakes up. Oh. And this is such an interesting scene, because Wylan's there like, oh, shit, we've been caught. But she's like, oh, Kat, and to Kaz, she's like, are you a monster? And he's like, yeah, I am a monster. And normally, I'd rip your fucking head off but you know what I feel really nice today so you're gonna go upstairs and you're gonna do two things you're gonna go to sleep and you're gonna forget that I was ever here if you don't I'm literally gonna and like they've got like a bunch of dogs and he's like I'm gonna take your favorite one I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to last I'm gonna rip all of them to shreds cover you in their blood I'm gonna kill the last one and make you watch this all and then I'll kill you and she's just there like <laughs> it was great it was great I, really I love that scene <laughs> Men in cages, but you know what? Maybe not Kaz Brecker. He's okay. Him. We'll let him off. I want him on my side. Yeah. Um, I feel like and he probably Wyland agrees with us. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get out. They bump into Smeet, who ends up giving Kaz money um, for some reason. I can't remember. And then um, they go and see Matthias. Yeah, because like uh, Kaz goes into like, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to bump into you. So completely unlike Kaz. And Smeet's there like, oh, thank you, lad. Ha ha ha. Let me give you five Kruger for being such an, you know, honestly pays. And Kaz is there like, bitch, I just robbed your house and threatened your child. Sure. The way you just spoke, I'm no word of a lie, is how that one guy at work spoke to me when he said, how much does it come to, girl? Girl. Gel. I would have broken his shin. I was so close. You know when you have an instinct to just do something? I literally like stopped what I was doing and I went to say something. I was like, no, Maddie, <laughs> you need money. You need a job. <laughs> Maybe let's not <laughs> insult this man. I'm trying to think of like, what's the thing where you kind of like, if you're still telling, you go, huh. You're like, <laughs> you're like, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have, because you've got like protection things up at your work. You should have gone, huh. I'm pretty sure you away. would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they go back to their hiding place, which is basically an abandoned cemetery island, and they're in a tomb. Kind of cool, kind of creepy. I wouldn't want to be there, especially after dark. Would you? But nobody else wants to be there after dark. That is uh, true. You know, they you've got me there. But also, I wouldn't actually be scared of anything like ghosts or the dead coming back to life. Because you know what scares me more? Kaz Brecken is like a million other things that he ain't telling us. That would scare me more. I'd be like, That's he probably true. knows secrets about me. I don't know about myself. <laughs> that scares me more. I don't even know them yet. And he already does. Yeah. He'd be like, in three years, you're going to betray us all. <laughs> and I'd be sat here like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, oh, my knee just clicked. Did you hear that? I did hear that. My, I felt like I felt that pain in my own knee, like out of sympathy. I feel like I already told you this, but I was doing a warm up today and I kicked the dog food um, container lid right the way across the room. <laughs> and my mentor was just sat there wetting herself laughing at me. It was great. Loved every second of it. I wish that was filmed. It was. Can you, I get a coffee? <laughs> I don't think you can. Actually, none of the kids' faces are in it because they all turn their cameras off, so I just talk to black squares for an hour. I would like a copy of that moment just just for when I have a sad day to look at that. 
you know, I'd maybe take like a screen grab at the moment that you see what your foot's done and I'd have that like on my wrist. <laughs> Honestly, I, oh, I was so embarrassed. I'm, for the record, I'm not going to give Bethany a copy of my lesson, just for the record, safeguarding issues and all that. Yes. I'm not doing it. Boring, but at the same time, I completely understand. <laughs> um, fun fact, Jesper's dad has shown up on Keredam. Skeet. Skeet. Yeet. <laughs> Hold on. Skirt. I'd also like to say, as we all know by now, but just as a reminder to anyone who's still new to the world, um, is in this universe, not that. <laughs> I was like, do you think an actual newborn baby is listening to Maybe. You don't know. That is um, true. I just say, at all points, Kaz is running like a million little operations for the same job. Like this man, I wish, I wish I had an ounce of that organization. As mm-hmm. a Capricorn, I feel like I'm letting myself down. I want to be more like Kaz Brecker. Maybe like minus all the murder and maiming. Maybe. But if it comes to it, then... If it comes to it, if it gets me what I want, sure. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, when you compare you to Kaz Brecker, you are kind of letting the Capricorns down a little bit. I am. I really I, am. I remember telling you that when I was in Brownies, I was in the Capricorns, and you didn't believe me that it was, like, a thing. They're a type of fairy. I know that now. I know, but I just put everyone out there. A Capricorn is a type of fairy. Well, an elf, but... Fun fact. Well, that's because you're the height of an elf. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to be called out like that today, thank you very much. I've already yeah. experienced peak embarrassment, okay? <laughs> I feel so very attacked. Jess's father, Jesper's father arrives in the city because basically, as you might remember from the last book or our last episode, uh, Jesper's kind of gambling debts have gotten so bad he's basically bet his father's um, farm. He Jesper. really did say bet. He really he said he said bet and then bet again and then realized oh I shouldn't have said it. Um so then he goes to meet his father, Wyland's with him, um, and then Kaz and Matthias are on the roof. Can't remember why, but they are there. They knew well because somebody ran into the into the tomb and was like, dude, your dad's apparently <laughs> You yeah, like, it's that one guy who helped like them sail the ship across the ocean. Who I can't remember his yeah, name. It's like a bunch of like it's like speck. <laughs> but, it's like a but there's like a handful of random characters that keep yeah, making. Yeah, but there's that like one guy that's there constantly, and I can never remember his name. I don't really understand why he's not just part of the like, group. Speck. <laughs> don't know. Can't remember. Been about um, a month since I read like, this book. It's most likely a trap, so that's why they're there. Got um, it. Then they kind of like take the dad back to the tomb. Nina's in absolute awe. She's like, someone here has a family member. What? <laughs> someone has like a happy, normal, functioning life outside of all this crime? Ew. Yeah, because Nina's just got abandoned at a school when she was like seven. Kaz, both his parents have died and his brother, so he didn't have a normal um, function no, in life. Kaz's parents aren't dead. Yes, they are. Kaz said very clearly, his mum is Ketterdam and his dad oh, is... Uh. <laughs> like, he sees his parents every day. He's fine. Okay, his his actual parents. Not his metaphorical parents. His actual parents no, are dead. they are his actual parents. His birth parents. 
Okay, there we go. Matthias, God knows what happens over there in Wolf Cult City. Um, I don't know what about his parents. I don't know if they exist. I don't know where they are, what they're doing. His parents are the wolves. Maybe. <laughs> and then, I mean, Inej did have a normal family and then she got sold as a slave, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, eventually Jesper's dad's there like, what's going on? Why are you not a student anymore? They make up a lie and cover up for Jesper. Yeah, Wyland very quickly just like jumps in. I can't remember what yeah. he says, but they cover for him. They're basically like, they say something about like how he put his studies on hold to work for a sharpshooter, but then he lost all of his money. Um, but Kaz is eventually like, listen, Mr. 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 Jesper, um, Mr. Jesper's father, give me three days and I will get you the money and don't stay in the shitty hotel across the city. Stay in this really, really fancy hotel. I'm not explaining why, but you're going to sit in this very fancy hotel. And just like stay there. He goes, you can eat in the in the pub, like the public areas, but everything else, you're just stuck in that hotel. Basically, he's in a lockdown. Yeah, literally. Um, the crew are then like, okay, cool, time to commit a kidnapping. And the thing is, in the book, I was reading it, and obviously at this point, you're thinking they're going to get an edge. And at this uh-huh. point, you see Inej's point of view, and there's a guy called, was it Bajan? This part made me so angry. I'm sorry. The part where she tries to escape, and then they're on the stage, and he goes to break her legs. Yeah so angry but yeah the guy you're talking about is alice's music teacher although the phrase break your legs is ruined for me forever i can't take it seriously because remember in the song now watch me whip now watch me nay nay there's like yes. a, there's a point where they just go now break your legs <laughs> break your legs that's an entire lyric i'm aware um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's, um, there's one bit that i love where so I've been added to a group on Instagram. Oh. Um, I've been added to some really questionable groups on Instagram. I've just deleted them all. And then there's a point where, like, Van Eck's like, look, you're going to tell me where on earth Kaz Bracker might be hiding because at this point, Van Eck actually knows he's running out of time. He needs to find a scientist because apparently lots of, like, shoe and... Um, Yerdens. Yerdens and Ravkins have been appearing and everyone's like everyone's coming to the city for some reason they must know about the scientist um so vanek's like look i'm gonna i'm gonna break your fucking legs and they're talking and inez just turns to him and goes all i know is that men like you don't deserve the air they breathe and like correct i love that energy she is the leader of men in cages 2020 slash 2021 that's right it's never over never over (laughs) I still haven't found an answer to that one TikTok where that man was in a cage. I want to find it again. I want to find this woman's account. <laughs> um, yep, so they go, well, just Jesper and Nina go and kidnap Alice. Um, they go to knock out some guards. That's Nina's job. And instead she just summons this weird dust that kills him. Power. Power. <laughs> um, and they're quickly just like, oh, we'll just knock out the other guards. Let's not kill them all. And they walk in. Alice is sat at a piano or a pianoforte. I don't really know what the difference is. One smaller. Okay. Um, As a musician, I should know, but I can't tell you. <laughs> um, and so Nina and Jesper have masks on, and Alice just goes, Is this a play? 
And she's like, yes, sweetie, it is. Now come with us. And she just goes with them. No questions asked. She just goes and get on, gets on a boat, allows her to be blindfolded, like allows herself to be blindfolded. They they go, they take her to the tomb, and only when she's in the tomb does she start crying. But listen, and- but Madison, you can't complain because have you ever been to a punch drunk show? Because same thing. No, because this is a moment of trauma for me, remember? Because, my- oh no, we weren't friends then. My student <laughs> finance... <laughs> No, we weren't friends then <laughs> we weren't my student finance didn't come in it literally cut in half in second year so when we was in new york and our student finance was meant to come in whilst we was in new york i got about 500 pounds so it didn't cover my rent and i was meant to be using that money to you know survive in new york and go and see punch drunk and i couldn't do anything because student finance decided to be carry on being a dick because they haven't they never stopped being a dick and they were never not a dick so they just carried on being a dick it's a good thing we're friends now (laughs) oh my airpods are dying there's one bit positive to take from that is that we're friends Except, yeah, I still haven't seen Punch Drunk. So, no, I haven't seen Punch Drunk. But, okay, fine. Well, basically, that's what it's like. What punch, uh, Seeing a Punch Drunk show is being Alice Van Eck being kidnapped by people in creepy masks, taken across some water, and then forced into a tomb until you cry. Okay, but terrible, would you but have not kicked good. off or at least asked some more questions before you uh, allowed yourself to just get onto a boat? Listen, if the char- if they're as attractive as they are... They're wearing no. masks. You can't see their faces. Sometimes you can tell. You can. <laughs> it's all in the eyes. It's all in the eyes. <laughs> really off topic for a moment. Punch Drunk is a really wonderful theatre company. Not that they'd ever sponsor us, but they are wonderful. And Maddie, we will see them one day. You, we will. Maybe we're if they're back in the UK. Jess keeps saying that we're going to go for Halloween, right? I cannot afford to fly to New York just for Halloween or Shanghai just for Halloween. Can yeah. you- Wait till we're rich and famous. <laughs> then, then they'll come to us for Halloween. <laughs> we'll just hire the whole company, yeah. We'll hire the whole company and an entire building, multi-floored building, yeah. because these are like, these aren't on a stage. Yeah, these are like actual buildings as a set. Plus all the props. We'll pay yeah. for all of that and we'll get them back in the UK start. just for one night. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it'd be two shows. Yeah. Like, but just just for one night. Yeah, just for us. Yeah. No no mm-hmm. other audience members, just us three. <laughs> just us. I feel like that would be terrifying. I, the amount of people that I've seen that have been like, if I won the lottery, I would buy all of the tickets to a Beyonce concert and just stand there and scream. <laughs> I was like, that would be so sad. Beyonce would come out and be like, why is there one person here? <laughs> also, my dissertation, I proved it would not be as good of a time. Just throwing it out there. You need the audience there to get that aura. <laughs> that aura. Yeah. Retail aura. <laughs> Really randomly, of all the celebrities that I just have personal beef with, it's Jess Glynn and Rita Ora. I just can't why does all of the UK have a beef with Jess Glynn? What has she done? <laughs> it's just because her songs are annoying. If I have to hear her, darling, and it's always on a travel advert, and it's disgusting because we can't travel. 
Especially why are they get in our faces? I also, don't mind well, some of her music. Some of it is annoying. I'll give you that, but I. But also, Rita Ora threw a party in the middle of the coronavirus like pandemic. So love that. You know Other who I have personal beef with? Me, Ellie Golding. You know what? Same. Just Although just Niall for Horan. cheating on Ed Sheeran. That's it. Yeah, with Niall Horan on the same hotel floor. Yeah, he wrote about it in that song with the da 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 on my hotel door. Um. No, but but then at the same time, she married into royalty. She really said, I'm going to secure Who that back. she marry? I don't know. He's a really, like, distant member. Okay. But he's technically royalty. He's like a cousin of a cousin. Okay. Yeah, so she really secured the bag. Sorry, this is really off topic. Anyway, back to my beef with Alice. <laughs> I don't like the girl. It, she acts like a toddler. She doesn't seem like she's fully aware of what's going on at any given time. I don't know whether it's supposed to come across as she's incredibly young and naive, but she just doesn't seem to have a clue what's going on at any given time. And I know she's literally just like kidnapped from her secret hideaway um, that her 50 year old husband has just shoved her into. But like, she just like can't read the room. She has like Wyland's just there, like, what's gonna make you feel better? And she's like singing, and then she sings for hours on end. <laughs> it's terrible. My favorite thing is the fact that like she's like, everyone's masked, I don't know who you are. And then Wyland speaks, and she's like, oh, I recognize your voice. Who are you? And he's like, I'm gonna shut up. I also love that Jasper's a little shit and is like, oh, so I hear that you're stepson is really annoying and Wyland's like I hear he's really attractive and talented and cool me, 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 me. I just found it really funny I love Jesper I would do yeah, anything same. but I just don't like her character if she is just supposed to be young and naive, naive it grated on me a little bit I feel, like, I feel like it is just meant to be she is young and naive but like incredibly young and naive but also keep sorry I'm hiccuping um keep in mind like Wyland as we know from the last book, can't read. I wouldn't, uh, and he came from a very, very rich family. So almost you could say like, maybe there's that kind of scenario of like, she maybe not like, hasn't had the complete education because her parents basically sold her to Van Eck. So they were like, don't really care what you're worth. As long as you can pop out a baby or two, off you go. I mean, I do kind of get that because I was re-watching some scenes from Bridgerton and Daphne literally acts like a child. Yeah. Maddie. Yeah. I burn for you. <laughs> Do you now, Bethany? <laughs> you can at least say it back. No. Fine. I'll just burn you. Go for it, mate. Do it. Um. So uh, eventually, they're basically like, Oi, Vanek, we got your wife. Trade us the wraith and all of her knives. Don't forget about the knives. Trade her and we'll give you a pregnant wife back. Seems easy enough. The switch goes well. However, they're all oh, like... Well, does it? Like, Hold the fuck up. There's a lot of stab watch, like, police officers around. Um, and there's, like, a cool moment where, like, Kaz and Inez are, like, like, fighting, but also removing all the bonds on her. And then they're, like, time to run. And then, like, a bunch of bombs go off. And they're like, who did that? And actually, then there's a bunch of... No, there's three shoe soldiers with superhuman abilities that attack Nina, Jesper, and other Grisha in the surrounding areas. 
Also, a bomb goes off in one of the, I think, I want to say one of the ple- pleasure houses. Or in two of them. Yeah, in a couple. So, plot twist, Guy with the Wings is back. Bam, bam, bam. I just and... said really bad bitch moment here i don't know if it's the guy with the wings but like there's a point where nina is just done and she grabs a gun and she literally puts it in the eye of one of these uh-huh. soldiers and just shoots him like in the head but like the gun is in the eye and then she yeah because they they've got hold on i wrote a list down of everything they've got they like metal do. in their skin they have um... when when they say they have brass knuckles she means they have brass knuckles yep so they can fly they have like metal wings they've got metal under like literally underneath their skin and fun fact they can smell whether someone's grisha or not which is real fun so they're like hunting grisha basically so they go after nina and jesper and nina gets grabbed she gets like pulled back and just before like she's about to be taken she grabs one of jesper's guns and she's like Surely they can't be completely metal, so she like shoves it into his eye or her eye—I can't remember—and shoots them. Apparently, Wyland sets one on fire, but I don't remember that being a thing. Yeah, it happens at some point with one of them, I think, possibly. Yeah. Um. Then, bra bra bra, the crew meets back at the hideout, and Kaz reveals his plan to sabotage Vanek's sugar silos using a chemical weevil, which is cleverly named the Wyvil because Wyland like helped make uh-huh. it. Doing so is going to raise the price of sugar, and Kaz has already bought shares in a load of the sugar companies. Nina and Inej persuade Kaz to smuggle out the remaining Grisha in the city using one of Vanek's own ships. He's like, fine, but you're going to be sending the message to the Grisha. And I lost my fucking shit because she goes, I, I, she go, her and Nina and Matthias go. And it's like a bar and there's like immediately attack and they're all floating in the air. And all I heard was Nina go, Zoya. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> bitch, she's here. And I'm going to just say it now. There are other characters that I got really excited. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they come up with this plan and they decided that the way that they're going to get the Grisha out is they're going to need um Vanek seal to write a letter to the the captain of the ship to be like you need to protect these Grisha so whilst Matthias and um what's her name Nina go to go to speak to the Grisha and find Zoya that's um, also her cheering song Nina yeah the road Nina which is apparently uh, about Nina Nesbitt don't know who that is I'll send her a song of hers. You might know her. Okay. Um, so whilst Matthias and Nina have gone to... Actually, let's just talk about what they do at the moment. So they they've snog. gone... To... They snog, yeah. So they find Zoya. They get taken down to these, like, secret tunnels things. They get locked up for a second. Not quite sure why, but Zoya puts them under <laughs> under guard. Uh, they have a quick little make-out session. And then, oh, surprise, yeah. Jenya's there. <laughs> Oh shit, yeah, it's Genya, not Genya. Uh-huh. Genya. Yeah. Genya. Yeah. And they meant I can't remember no, never mind. That was the last book. We already spoke about it. Um, so they agree to work with um Matthias and Nina, and they're like, here's a the plan. They tell them the plan, they're like, great, solid plan, A star, ten out of ten. 
Meanwhile, Wylan and Jesper have gone to get a special chemical that can help them break into the safe in Van Exiles to get his seal. And it just so happens that it's near where um, Wylan's mum is buried. Just, just across. Wait, what? Say that again. Are we at that point already? Yeah, this all happens at the same time. They Shit. split up. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. A, a lot of this stuff happens where they split into twos and then it all happens at the same time, but it's spread over about like a third of the book. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they get on a boat and then we get a flashback of when Wyland's dad decided he didn't want him anymore. Um, he gets told he was going to a music school and then he actually almost gets murdered and then he starts working for Kaz at some point. He escapes, starts working for Kaz. So they get to where this quarry is for this chemical. Wyland goes into a shop and picks it up and is like, psych, um, it's not special at all. I could have picked it up anywhere, but this is where my mom's grave is, so we're going to go and visit her. And then get to... Wait, and Jess was like, Wylan, you lied to Kaz. Uh -huh. Can you teach me this? How did you, mm -hmm. you do that? <laughs> um, and then they get to where Wylan's mum is. I'm going to say use the word buried very loosely because plot twist, she's alive. <laughs> and Vanek, like the dick he is, claimed that she was insane and put her into, this is the word they use in the book, an insane asylum. So that's fun for everyone involved. Um, and his mum still paints pictures of him from, like, as she remembers him. This is Wyland, by the way. And there's, like, hundreds of photos of just, like, baby Wyland. This is really cute. The scene afterwards where Wyland's, like, having a breakdown on the road and Jesper's like, I love that scene. It made me cry. And Maddie doesn't cry. No, I don't. And, but if she's going to cry, she's going to at least make sure she has good lighting. <laughs> yep, so I can film it and send it to you. Mm -hmm. You didn't yeah. film it and send it to me, did? I didn't, no, because I don't want any spoilers for you. True. Yeah. You, know, you could have just filmed it and be like, just wait for the scene. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did it with Sarah J Moss because, because at this point, we know she's going to make everyone cry. So for Crescent City, I'm going to throw out, that wasn't a spoiler because it's Sarah J Maas. Anyway, they go back. Whilst they're doing that, I'm fairly certain, oh yeah, um, Kaz and Inej went to see her house school. They head into the gang, what's it called, the dregs? Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci yeah. gang. I can't really remember why. I think it's because he was getting annoyed that he hasn't seen his money yet. Yeah, and then and then Perhaska was like, "Oh well, I want the wraith. There's another spider you can use." And Kaz kind of argues, and is like, "Okay, well, I'll I'll let her know when I find her." And Perhaska was like, "She was right behind you. <laughs> she just <laughs> disappears." And he's like, "She's a spider. She does what she wants when she wants." Five <laughs> Um. Then my note goes straight up to. Have we have we oh, are we done stealing the seal? Yeah, no, we haven't done stealing. Us. I think something else happens. Hold on, I'm just skimming my notes. Your notes oh, we also get the scene um, 
where Inej is like, I didn't think you were going to come for me. Like, he broke my legs. I wasn't going to be <laughs> any news to you. Don't, <laughs> but hold on. I have the quote. Can I read the quote? Yeah, read the quote. Hold on. I have a lot of quotes. Okay. So Kaz, who doesn't show any emotion, sometimes we think, does he have a heart? He says to her, I would, I would have come for you. And if I couldn't walk, I'd crawl to you. And no matter how broken we were, we'd fight our way out together. Knives drawn, pistols blazing. Because that's what we do. We never stop fighting. The words, I love you, won't have an impact on me. I want something like uh-huh. that. Nope. I want yep. you to put me body and soul. I want oh, that. It's too much emotion. for like Because it was literally like wyland's mum and that and i was like this is too much right now thank you very much lee bardugo this is too much at once maybe just spread it out a little bit Mm. um uh, then we they all go back to the little hideout and this is the scene where uh kuwai is like jesper why are you always staring at wyland like we look the same you could look at me you know (laughs) Fucking Kuwai. <laughs> Fucking Kuwai. We need to tweet that meme. I did like it. I'll see if I can retweet it and find it. Um, new plan, because this is just a book of basically new plans. Um, Lisa and Inez are going to go ruin the sugar. Well, that was always going to be the plan. Yeah, but now that's like what's happening at this moment in time. They're going to go ruin the sugar. Wyland and Kaz are going to go to back, get Vanek still. Um, and then at some point, the plan is that Jesper, Kuwait and Matthias are going to meet up with the, with the Grisha and they're all going to go to the boat that the Grisha are going to sail away on. Sail away? They're going to send Kuwait. Kuwait's going with them, so is Nina and Matthias. Um... So I said, let's start with Jesper and Kuwe, because again, it happens all at the same time. So Matthias is their tomb. And Matthias. Yep. They're all in the tomb. I feel like Jesper's dad might be there. Is he there? No, no, Jesper's dad is elsewhere. Because we'll get there. Oh, he's he's still at the the hotel. So they're still in the tomb. Hotel Holiday Inn. They're in the tomb. Everyone else has disappeared to do their jobs. Fun fact, Rollins' men just rock up outside. That one guy shows up and he's like, yo, there's people outside. <laughs> and that's it. That's the last we see of him. Um, they find their way out. Is Pekka Rollins? Like, and then Jacob Hudson. This man needs to find better names. Seriously. Per Haskell is better. Per Haskell's not better. Neither Dan is Janek. Um, fun fact, I just found out this un- unscrews. Hey, hey! Um, so yeah, they fight their way out, they manage to escape on a boat, they- they'd be gone, mate. Now let's go to... Um... They manage to get out on a boat? I swear they um, do. No, because there's a whole scene where... Uh, oh, it's like this part of the scene! <laughs> yeah, because Kuwait uses his powers, he does this whole cool thing where he's like a fire snake and everyone's like, oh my god, it's ghosts! And Matthias is like talking about through that. it, and eventually, then Kuwait like he pulls a Moses and he splits the yeah. ocean through. 
And it's just the fact that then Matthias has a moment he realizes I was trained to kill the Grisha and I've just basically were like got two Grishas to follow my lead and I've led a Grisha army. Oh shit, I'm I'm really in deep shit. <laughs> right, now let's go to uh Wylan and Kaz because why not, right? So they've broken into Valex house. What? Wylan not. I'm like, why not? Wylan. <laughs> uh, funny. I, what have you just... I, I'm not <laughs> hoping. Um, so they break into the house. Um, are you good? I just, I just flicked the fan open and like smacked myself. I did it again. Um, they've broken into Van Eck's house. They sneak past the guards. They get into his office. Wylan uses that weird chemical thing he said was very rare and find, hard to find to break into the safe. Plot twist, the seal's not there. It's not there, right? The seal is there. Oh, the seal is there. I thought it wasn't there. No, the seal is there. They have it. They turn around and boom, Pekka Rollins. Because why not? <laughs> what? They, did you, they appeared out of nowhere. And I'm saying like, Kaz, my guy, come on. And then they use some of the acid and they jump down. Oh, there's like a whole meeting with the entire I love the suit. They just like smash through that ceiling onto a dining room table. They're just like, we're here now. <laughs> Hello. Um, I feel like something said, but I can't remember. Bethany. Beth I like that you're not. Oh, I said your last name, Bethany. <laughs> oh, my AirPods just died. I don't know if I can hear you or not. Maybe that's the best. I can't hear you. That's fine. Um, yeah, they smash through the ceiling. They escape. Plot twist. Because I'm just going to say it now. Kaz also grabbed. Um, was it Vanek's will? I don't know. Something so that if anything happened to him, it says who takes over the estate, basically. I'm assuming it's his will. Yeah, that would be his will. Um, whilst this is all happening... No, no, no. Me- I don't... Uh, that, we'll talk about it later. It's not... It's He didn't take his will. What did he take? I can't say. Cause yes, it's like- you can. No, he just takes things so that they can copy his handwriting. Oh, okay. Um, while this is all going on, Nina and Inej have gone to the sugar silos. I had a name, but I can't remember what it is. The plan... Yeah, but it had, like, a special name, and I can't remember what it was. The plan was for them to use a net so that Inej could run, use, like, a tightrope and run across all the silos without having to go down and climb up each one. But because everyone's busy doing other stuff now, the plan for the net has gone. But it's okay. Don't worry, everyone, because Inej doesn't use nets. I don't know how more of a foreshadowing they could have, she could have put in this. Well, because we get then like the whole backstory about the first time she climbed like a high wire yeah. and her family were there and it was great. And she's getting ready. She drops the first like wival thing. And then bada bing, bada boom, someone throws her to the ground. Oh no, no, because she also starts to have like a flashback. She has like, she sent something in the air and she remembers like one of the, because she obviously in the menagerie, she was forced to have sex with people. And she remembers someone who, who saw her when she was in like as an acrobat mm-hmm. and he talks about it and she just has this memory and she's having basically a panic attack. And then bada bing, bada boom, someone grabs her and throws her while they're on top of the silo. It's an assassin who. Why not? The only way I can describe this assassin is in one vine, which is, you know what energy she gives me? 
I have the power of God and anime. And anime on this. Because <laughs> she's um, now like, I am a descendant of King Nikolai. She's she's really like going for it. She's like, um, she's like you, I, you might be an assassin, but I'm, oh. um, I'm just ranting about how this girl is like going for it. Yeah, she is. She's got throwing stars, which is really cool. That is quite cool. You can't falter for that. I saw this one girl on TikTok. I think she's on BookTok, but she bought throwing knives over lockdown, and I want them now. You know, sometimes I'm concerned about how deeply you want knives. (laughs) Especially because you've thrown a pot noodle at me, and you hit (laughs) it. That was a pot noodle. I don't want to know what you would do with a knife. I wouldn't throw a knife at you, would I, my guy? Yeah, you didn't mean to throw the pot noodle at me either. I did mean to throw that pot noodle at you. (laughs) I would like to make that clear. I did mean to throw that at you. Because it was, you were angry at me. I can't even remember why. I was being absolutely fuming that you stroked my hair with a fork that I just used to cook with. And you just didn't get it. I was like, Beth, I need you to leave me alone. Like, get away from me. I thought it was because I kept saying the word yeet, and you were like, that's it. Oh, it probably was, yeah. But now you yeet all the time. (laughs) Do I? Yes. Fight me. Okay. Um, Love you. Meanwhile, on the ground... Nina's there supposedly supposedly being a lookout, but you know what? It's fine because Rollins men show up. Drunk. Yeah. They just show up everywhere all at once. How many men does he have? Probably a lot. That is true, but like that organized? I don't think they're that organized. Come on. Did they plan to <laughs> show up at the <laughs> Um they go to get Nina, but it's okay because Nina can now control the dead. I don't know how she even does it. She like senses them on a water barge out on the water. She summons them and they appear out of nowhere. They're all like, you know, guts hanging out and everything. And like all the men are like, what the fuck? Did they just like teleport from the barge? Because they're going to have to go through the water. Like... I think they had super speeds. <laughs> super speeds, what? So they were like Dash and Incredibles, they just ran across the water. They were like the Cullens <laughs> in yeah. Twilight. But not like the film Cullens, like the behind the scenes Cullens <laughs> as you're watching how they do the fast running on the treadmills. Uh-huh, yeah. Fair. Um, so the the Walking Dead come and help Nina and then they put themselves to use and they grab the net and as this assassin is like forcing an edge onto the tightrope again and because apparently this woman has no fair fear she gets on the tightrope too she's throwing these throwing stars at her and edge falls but it's okay because the walking no, no, dead no, she, doesn't, she doesn't fall the woman steps off the thing and then she unhooks the tightrope oh, she still and, falls and Inej is then like dear saints come on <laughs> My luck can't be this bad. Yeah, well, it's it's not that bad because don't worry, the Walking Dead are there to use the net and save her. <laughs> if they're this tall, though, and I'm assuming the net's got to be pretty wide, like, mm. how is it not just 
first of all, when she fell and hit the nets, how didn't the dead people, the rotting corpses, or how didn't their arms just not get like ripped off? Literally. Um, I have a quote for the next bit. Go for it. Nina and Inej are like running because they're like, everyone else must be in danger. Kaz and Wyland run up because they'd all run to each other. And this, this is the quote I got. And it's in Nina's point of view. Nina glanced from Inej to Kaz and saw they both wore the same expression. Nina knew that look. It came after the shipwreck when the tide moved against you and the sky had gone dark. It was the first sight of land, the hope of shelter and even salvation that might await you on a distant shore. I d- d- they, they love each other. You can't tell me otherwise. They do. I will hold that fact until the day I die. If anyone tries to argue with me. That's what Kaz Brecker would say. Yeah. Bow, bow. And I'll do it again. Bow, bow. Um, so they're all back at um, the hotel room that Jesper's, Mr. Jesper's been staying at. Jesper! <laughs> there are several things that happen in this very short space of time. First of all, um, fucking Kuwait. I didn't think it was at that moment. I, I don't know what order this happens in. I one, just... of, one of the most important things that happens is that um, all, so there's like a, like a citywide lockdown but also all of the gangs are allowed to join the stab watch in, in its own way to hunt down Kaz and the crows. And they're watching out the window and they can see the dregs have joined the fight as well. Then they all kind of go up to the bell tower or like the clock tower in the hotel and they leave uh, Mr. Mr. Is his last name Fahey? Fahey? Fahita? <laughs> I don't know. Let's just call him Mr. Jesper. Mr. Jesper. Um, so they're, they're all up there. Eventually, Kaz and Jesper start having a fight. At one point, Kaz calls Jesper Geordie and like, Jesper was like, who the fuck is Geordie? They have a fight and then Mr. Jesper like pops his head up through the trapdoor and is like, Jesper, you will get downstairs right now. And like, Kaz and Jesper both stop like, sorry, sir. <laughs> I've never seen Kaz respond like that. The thing is like, they weren't doing it to kill each other. They're just pissed off. Mm-hmm. So they have like, because as guys do, they got out like that physical aggression. Um, and then and they kind of all go downstairs, have their little chats. Because actually there's a point where Kaz is calling out like, oh, like how about you tell Nina that you're the reason why she got kidnapped and tortured? So just before um, Jesper goes downstairs to talk to his dad, uh, Inej comes down and is like, look, like if you want to tell me what happened, you can tell me, but I won't judge you for it. And he explains the situation about how he was the one that let slip to Pekka Rollins that there was going to be a big job and therefore everything happened and they found out that Inej was stabbed. Da, da, da. She was like, listen, I was stabbed because I wasn't careful enough, but all you need to worry about now is just making amends, not by making it up to me, but by doing like good, like mm-hmm. put good into the world and it'll be fine. There was a quote there and I really liked it and I can't remember what it was. I don't know what it is because I didn't make a note of it because I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically go and have a new plan and basically they're talking about, I think this is when they get the plan that they're going to basically auction. Yeah, Kuwe is going to auction himself. I've realised you can't see me. Kuwe is going to auction himself. Now, 
there's like a whole legal thing to it so like legally they can and no one can hurt Kuei or whoever's with him yep so he's allowed to have security guards he gets to choose who they are and nobody can hurt the security guards or Kuei uh their plan is to get Mr Jesper to pretend to be a uh what's it called um Jerda farmer um which he is He's just mm-hmm. pretending to be a specific Jerda farmer to like trick a this, really powerful one. Uh huh. Th- to trick this one random council member into investing his money into him, they're gonna use that money. They're gonna give it to the Ravkins. Plot twist: Sturmhond is there now. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, Maddie. Who is actually who is Sturmhond actually? Just tell me who is it? Who is it? I think it is a uh, Nikolai. <laughs> King Nikolai. Uh-huh. Put some respect on that boy's name. I'm sorry. His Royal Highness King Nikolai. Um Love he's him. there now. Fun fact. And the Ravkins are gonna use that money to buy Kuwait. That's their plan. Seems legit. Um They also realize though, that they are gonna be outnumbered, so Kaz is like, oh, by the way. All of you, you're going to stay here. I'm going to bugger off back to the slat by myself. Yeah. Cool. Peace out, homies. But before he does that, <laughs> before he does that, he goes to help Inej re bandage like, some of her wounds from the throwing stars. Oh, wait, sorry. Before that, there's like a moment. I can't remember when it happens in the book. Um, there's a there's a point where Kaz just turns to Kuwait and is like, uh, like, because he's saying something kind of scary, and everyone's like, "Dude, stop being so mean to Kuwait." And he's like, "Look, I'm pragmatic. If I were cruel, I'd give him a eulogy instead of a conversation," which I just loved. Um, also, sorry, there's just some quotes that I want to go through really quickly. Go for it. Um, this was from like when Mr. Jesper came to town initially, and they're running through the library. And then Jesper out of nowhere sees one of his old school friends, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you didn't want to be friends with me anymore." And he just looks at her and goes, if we survive, I'll buy you waffles, Jasper says to the girl. Wyland goes, you don't have enough money to buy her waffles. Um, Jasper goes, hush, Wyland, we're in a library. Don't say things like that. (laughs) Then again, there's like another conversation where they're talking about like having Jasper betting because they're like, it's, he's good at wasting his money. And Jasper's like, oh, this song is getting old. And then Kaz is like, then learn a new refrain. That is going to be my new thing. Next time someone goes, this song is getting old, I'm going to go, then learn a new refrain. Because that, I think, is a bad bitch kind of response. That one, I can wait to tell you about. So can that one. Yeah, I've got two more quotes, but they don't happen yet. Let's go. Cool. So we're in the bathroom with Inej and Kaz. This whole scene honestly broke my heart. I can't remember exactly what happens. I don't have the book in front of me. Mm. But it's like, it's not even a fully spoken thing. Like she moves to the thing and he kind of goes over there and it's this slow, subtle, like, and he takes off his gloves and it's slow. He takes like one of the injuries on her like lower arm. And then there's another injury on her other arm that's not, it doesn't need to be changed, but he does it anyway because he knows the next one is a really bad one on her shoulder. But that means getting really close to her and like touching like her collarbone and stuff. But eventually he does and he gently puts his hand underneath uh, like the, the bandage and they both kind of like hold their breath. And eventually 
and like he wraps and like he rewraps the injury and there's a moment where he just leans in and it's just like a feather light kiss on her collarbone and then they get close to each other again and then he starts to panic and it's like he can hear the water he can feel his brother's dead skin underneath him and he starts to panic and like he's like that's it I can't do this anymore um and he's running out of the bathroom and she's like where are you going like Kaz like because they just planned a route for him to go to the slat like via the rooftops and he turns to her and he's like look if you care about me at all you will not follow me the next chapter starts and she's like of course I followed him of course um hold on one second rewind a second um there's a moment as well where Inej is like this is difficult for me too because I feel like everyone gets caught up on like Kaz's trauma but like she's been through a lot too um so it's not easy for her Mm. but like I don't know that part honestly what a scene what a moment that actually yeah that is a point um Um, yep so she follows him back to the slap and this scene I I love this scene it was heartbreaking Kaz is badass Kaz is an absolute badass because he walks straight into the into the den with the dregs and he stands up for himself in the fight and eventually they, they're just beating him. They're kicking him. He has no power. They've taken his cane. They're about to stomp on, like someone's about to stomp on his head and Inej is like up in the rafters and she's moving, about to like dive in with a knife and Kaz, covered in blood, looks and makes eye contact with her and she realises him being beaten publicly, this is this is a move. This is all a show and this is just the opening act. Mm-hmm. He's allowing himself to be beaten. And literally a moment later, the guy who's about to stomp on his head, he like breaks his ankle in like one grip. And then he stands up, he fights with a couple more people and is like, look, I'm just going to say this one thing. The Dregs is one of the best gangs. And I feel, he's like, you know what? Per Haskell, I don't feel sick about the fact that I've made you so much money that you don't give a shit about. I don't feel sick about that. What I do feel sick about is the fact that you will bend to the, what's it, the Dime Lions that you would cower away and you would fight for Pekka Rollins instead of your own gang. And he basically starts like saying how shitty um, Per Haskell is. And everyone in the drag starts to listen up. And there was already a few people that were on Kaz's side anyway and stood up for him at the end of the fight. But eventually it gets to the point where he kind of like, I think grabs his cane back and is like, look, it just depends. Who do you want to fight for you at the end of the day? A man who will like, you know, roll over and kind of like do whatever to, you know, to please someone else or me, someone who has made us profit, someone who will protect us and someone that will keep us having like a bad bitch kind of like vibe. Like (laughs) that's what all gangs want. (laughs) It's that bad bitch vibe. And I think everyone's like, oh, shit, you know what? He's got a point. Um, he he's, then goes he's back. right. He then go, they then go back to the hotel. Um, and what was is, it? Is it now fucking Kuwait? I think it is now fucking Kuwait. I think you can tell about fucking Kuwait. Okay, so Jesper walks into the room. He sees what he thinks is... Wylan sat at the piano um, and he, well, he fully believes it's Wylan, even though every other time he's been able to tell the difference between Wylan and Kuwait. Um, and he kisses Kuwait. Never before Not have Wylan I been. Kuwait, Kuwait. 
<laughs> actual kue. Honestly, I've never been so angry. Never been so angry. Pissed me off. I spoke about this like three podcasts ago where I was like, mm-hmm. if you've read the book, you'll know. It just, it annoyed me. You messaged me about it as well. And I was like, yep. Yeah. I was like, no. And Wylan walks in and sees it as well. And then Wylan decides he no longer, want, no longer wants to be Kuwe. He says it's got nothing to do with what just happened, but I feel like it does. Mm. But this is the point where Kaz, um, Wylan and Jesper are going down to meet with Genya, Zoya and Stormhan, Hond. So um, Zoya buggers off, Genya stays with Jesper and Wylan and makes Wylan Wylan again. And Stormhorn and Kazbracker go off and have a conversation. This is the point. I knew what was going to happen before it happened. But they make the plan. They discuss it all. And then Kazbracker's like, okay, cool. But I can't fully agree to this until I know who I'm actually speaking to. She's like, look, Stormhorn, you don't sound like a sailor. You sound like a boy going up in privilege. And like, even though officially say, I'm Nikolai, but like, infers it throughout the conversation. So then it's just the point where Kaz is like, so hypothetically, I could also call you your highness. And Nikolai is like, yeah, hypothetically, kind of, possibly. Cool like that. And I think Kaz has a moment where he's like, okay, cool. Just work with the king. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a street rat and I just work with the king. That's pretty lit. <laughs> um, then everything's fine. Everything's cool. Brat, brat. And At this point, everyone finds out about Nina's new power to summon the dead. And they're all like, <laughs> that happened. Jenya also... Um, Transforms Taylor's um, Wylan. Wylan back into Wylan. Then... That's it, right? Oh, and then Nina and Mr. Jesper start meeting with random people and having meals with them downstairs. Yes, and one of them is this random like lawyer guy, but the lawyer guy shows up with Jan Van Eck, and he's like really like clearly like pushing like I have you stuck here i'm controlling the harbors i want your business i want to buy all your stocks of jordan so work with me and they're like oh, maybe maybe not also at this point off topic um apparently so jan van eck has claimed that wyland has been kidnapped by kaz brecker and that's one of the reasons why everyone's going like oh my god kaz brecker screw that guy that's important later <laughs> But basically, it's like the it's like the night of the uh, or the day of the um, what's my jig, the auction. It's all legal. Yeah, it's all legal except from channeling money into the Ravkins. That part's not legal. But nobody knows about that. Oh, because also the Ravkins are broke. Yeah, the Ravkins are broke. They wasted all their money fighting the Darkling. They 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 be broke. <laughs> They be broke. <laughs> Lol, like me. <laughs> the a mood. Um. So basically, it's the next day, and they go to the thing, and they're having the auction. And oh shit! Just before the auction, um, Mister Jasper is hidden away in a bakery. They're keeping him safe because they're like, you are never allowed to be seen again. And then Wylan is kidnapped. And taken and his dad is there and is like, oi, beat the shit out of my son until he tells us Kazbracker's plan. And he does. And you're like, oh, no, how terrible. Then we go back to the auction and basically they're listing off all the things. Boom. 
the doors open in walk the tide makers however i didn't realize this when i was actually reading the book it wasn't until i went back to do my notes and i checked on the summary it's actually the grisha yeah the tide makers i hadn't realized that because i'm an idiot um but yeah and they're basically like this entire thing is a sham and basically they've set vanek up so they've got all this evidence to be like, oh, actually, Van Eck has been funneling money into the shoe kind uh-huh. of uh, nation. He even was destroying this, destroying that. They're going through these things. Um, we find out that Kazbrecker has actually corrected the will so that now Wylan is in charge of the estate. Um Jan Vanek is going to be arrested and put at bail, but he can't control his own money. Wylan is in charge of the money. Um, and then Wylan kind of is crawling up the stairs, bleeding. Is like, oh, how this happened? My father, how this happened? It's all dramatic. All dramatic. They find his death. Jesper shoots him. Yeah, well, he does shoot him because at this point we find out one of the reasons why Jesper's such a great shot is because he's a fabricator. He aims his bullets and they go where they want him to go. Um, where they want him to go. Where he wants them to go. <laughs> so he shoots around the corner which is quite cool fair enough mm-hmm. and it hits him like kuwait square in the chest and it hits like a like a fake blood bag so it looks like he's been shot in the chest they inject him with something so that it slows his heart rate down and yeah um also Inej has to fight the assassin the assassin dies super quick yeah super um... quick she falls off the roof and then Jesper has a fight with one of the weird kind of Suli strong men and he injects him with the weevil stuff. Yeah. Um, Although I did panic for a second because I thought Wyland had got it in his mouth too and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Not allowed to die. And then basically there's a whole thing where they're like, oh, quickly, medic, let's get Kuei to the, to the hospital. Oh, but also at this point, we're all wondering, where's Nina? Nina's on the other side of the city setting off a plague. Because after the, <laughs> after the plague that um, that killed uh, Kaz's brother, they have like a full on. And you know what? This is what we should have in in England. The moment there's like a new case, eh, eh, everyone inside your home. I feel like that would have saved us a lot of time. There was this one quote. I again, my book's in the other room, but it said something along the lines of um, even after all these years, the people of Ketterdam still um, flinched at like each other like human contact and like and it's something about it i was just like this is too relatable this is too it is. relatable <laughs> right it's, gonna be, it's gonna be life afterwards however the one piece of human contact i really hope it gets rid of is like people creepily grabbing you in clubs if that kind of like human contact is still a thing then that's i'm gonna not gonna go away that's not gonna go away so i'm actually gonna have more human contact with people because if people do that i'm actually gonna stop punching them i'm really excited casbrack has taught me a new lesson Just punch <laughs> problem solved literally i very found this conversation about 50 billion times i want to learn how to fight i want to learn how to fight we've talked about this we're gonna go to fighting classes uh-huh yeah we were it's also gonna do stage hard. fighting no, you and I were also going to do um, stage fighting classes so we can learn how to flip knives. Yeah. And sword fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's go. I just want to know which one of us would win in a sword fight. Me. Oh, my God. After this, we're going to talk about what kind of sword we want. Oh, I have so many questions. 
Um, I'm really concerned as to why I'm googling like pretty daggers and swords and gowns. It's probably like, bitch, are you okay? Um, anyway, so they're like, quickly, medic, get to the boat. Yeah, meanwhile, Kaz gets Rollins in a different, in a separate room with like only two of his men and Inej. Um, he then turns around and he's like, yo, Rollins, I've kidnapped your son, I've buried him alive. I can't and there's like a little toy lion covered in dirt and Rollins is like <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what he was getting out of it is it just that he had to beg was it no that? it was he had, he had to beg he was like listen Rollins it's easy I'll tell you where your son is just tell me what my brother's name was oh yeah and he's going on he's like oh I'm sorry it's probably too hard because you ran too many of these scams on innocent people okay um and he tells him the whole story and eventually He's there panicking, like it was. It was Kaz and uh, Kaz and uh, and it, oh, I was just. Mm. Meanwhile, Inej is like, please don't do this, Kaz. Like you're not this type of person. Like I can't. You have not just buried an innocent little boy. Like this is not you. And Kaz is just there, like I don't think you should think so highly of me. Like no. I will do it. Bet. Let's go. Bet. Bury him right now. Bet. And then basically, <laughs> eventually, he turns around and is like, oh, Pekka Rollins. He's on this country estate. So Pekka Rollins and his friends go like, ah, off we go. And then Inez is like, you told him where it is. He's like, his son, I, he was like, I didn't even know he had a son. I took an absolute guess. I just got him out of the city so he can't defend Van Eck. Uh, I feel like half of Kaz is just like, I guessed. I just hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just love that. Um, back to the others. Um, so... Nina and who is it? Nina and is it Jess? Or Nina and someone. Nina's pretending to be a pregnant lady and they've got Kawhi's body and Matthias is there and the, the medic and they go to like a really small hospital and they're like, it's fine, we'll be able to fake Kawhi's death. It's cool. The medic's absolutely useless. So they get rid of the medic. They get onto the boat. Um, Matthias is somewhere else with the medic. Um, Zoya, I can't remember this bit much. So Zoya... Uh, Jenya and uh, Stormhund are on the boat as well and they're talking to Kaz and Nina and Inej and they're like cool great work peace out Scooby-Doo gang uh, let's, bring, all right, let's bring Kuwe back yeah bring Kuwe back and they do Zoya yeah. used lightning to like that's zap so cool because in Shadow and Bone they're like we don't summon lightning it's too unpredictable we don't do it and she does it like, I think that just shows how much her powers have grown uh-huh. I love that Mm-hmm. Um, it's I was told that she's like, "Have you done it before?" And she's like, "Yeah." Um, <laughs> they're like, "So this is gonna work, yeah?" And she was just like, "No, probably not. I'm probably just gonna burn us alive instead." But we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I was then having a rant to Maddie early because then next, while like all that's happened and everyone else has disappeared, Matthias is like walking back to the boat after saying goodbye to the medic, and then. Um, there's a little kid with a gun who's one of the youngest members of the Driscoll. And Matthias is like, look, kid, how old are you? Like, 12? Mar-? Like, he's like, I was, I joined the Driscoll when I was younger than you. Like, you don't understand. Like, you've definitely been indoctrinated. They've told you so many lies. Like, it's fine. And the kid's like, like shaking with this gun in his hand. Like, I'm going to charge you with treason. Like, kid, go through puberty then you can charge people for treason like oh, no. come on Matthias did nothing to help himself yeah he's yeah. actually that like knowing this kid is shaking so much he's gonna shoot me it's just like what's that what's that fine um in this life you either kill yourself or get killed <laughs> 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 
Matthias is probably thinking about that and at the same time the kid shoots him um <laughs> and it, actually this I did the thing is I, I'm not a massive fan of Matthias I didn't really care but it was the fact that Matthias is kind of like walking and he's like really really happy almost when he sees Nina and she's there like oh Matthias this is weird you kissed me first and then he slumps against her and it's Nina's grief at realizing what's happened and she's like doing everything she's screaming that like all of the Grisha are too far away Inej eventually is there but um you know Matthias is holding on to her like I made a vow that I would love you in this life and I will find a way to protect you even in my death um, and he's begging her to like work and like help the Driscoll see like where they've gone wrong and where like, you know, actually people don't have, they don't have to live like that. They can live happily together. And um, he dies. And then she uses her, is one of the quotes where it's like, you know, and she screamed from like the place where her heart used to be. Da, 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 and like, she tries to bring him back and she feels like she can bring him back. And Inej is like, look, you you were happy in this life together. If you want to be happy in the in the next life with him, you need to let him go now, and that just broke my heart. Mm -hmm. And she lets him go, and she lets him die. And Kaz and like is there? Oh no, Kaz isn't there. They're all off doing something else. Um, I can't remember what happens next. They're all at the Vanek house having yeah. a celebration. They yeah. see the boat coming, and they're all cheering. They bring out the champagne, like woo, everything's good, yeah. And they see Mr. Mr. Jasper is fine, cool. They see Inej and Inej is crying, like sobbing her eyes out. And they're like, what the fuck? And they can just see that like Matthias is there dead and Nina just lying there like an absolute shell of herself. And they're like, we were all supposed to make it back. Yeah, one of them says that, I think it's Wyden, isn't it? Yeah, he was like, we were all supposed to make it back. And there's a point they take it to the boathouse and they kind of like move his body and again, Nina's just lying there holding on to him, like not really acknowledging anyone. And they take a second outside. And then they're all, and this was a bit that got me because I love tulips and there are all these tulips outside. So one by one, they pick a tulip, even, even cats, I think. They all pick a tulip and they lie on his body and they're just like, you know, Nina will do whatever you need to support. Like, and that was a bit that I found quite sobering because it's been, you know, we've had the fun, we've had the adventure, the danger, but then actually like a character's died and all they're all like 16 17 18 like that these they're are kids. young enough to still be in after school clubs they are young enough to still be in after school clubs and it's heartbreaking to see that they've gone through all this stuff but like now like one of them's dead although in the fan art they all look so much older matthias looks like a 30 year old man with a mortgage <laughs> i in my head they're not 16 they are they're not, they're they're at least 22 literally um but that bit made me so sad because the thing is like I just love Nina so much. Uh -huh. And there was, there was a point, I, I can't remember when it's said in the book, but this is a conversation, I think before like everything happens between um, Nina and uh, Matthias. He says to her, meeting you was a disaster. She raised a brow. Thank you. I, mean, I don't know what the God is called. It's like, Dijel? He was terrible. Oh, blah, 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 whatever. He goes, um, but I'm grateful for that disaster. I needed a catastrophe to shake me from the life I knew. You were an earthquake, a landslide. Then Nina responds, I am a delicate flower. He responds, you aren't a flower. You're every blossom in the wood blooming at once. You're a tidal wave. You are a stampede. You are overwhelming. Again, I love you will no longer cut it. I love you no longer cuts it. I need that. If you can't provide me with that energy, that's it. I'm single forever. Easy yeah. enough. 
enough said yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, at this point though there is something that does cheer nina up because we realize that kaz has got one more trick up his sleeve um they did give the suli some money but they still got their 30 million because of whatever kaz had planned mm -hmm. so they all get their four million each yeah was it four million each i feel like it was yeah because the majority of it's going to per haskell but then they've taken away per haskell's share and they're giving it to two of the friends oh. so how, how many is that that doesn't still doesn't feel like and how then Hold on. Five. I don't know anymore, but um, yeah, they get uh, they get everything they need. Um, Nina's gonna go to Fiona, uh, and she's gonna bury Matthias. I don't know how um, she's gonna manage to do that by herself, right? She's going back to a country where she's already been held captive twice, right? Twice. Mm -hmm. And she's going back to a country that the, the ground is literally frozen. Like it took her and Matthias to bury them other two people. Mm -hmm. And Matthias is a giant and grew but up in also, It's the fact that when she was there, she was with Matthias and that's where they met and they kind of really bonded. So it's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, one of the bits that got me really sad though is like Inej and Nina have a goodbye moment and it's, the way they're like, you know, you've saved my life so many times. Well, you've saved my life so many times. And then she's like, no, but like, you've saved my life in, in all the small ways. When you laughed at all my jokes, when you did this, when you did that, like, and all these are all the small things that are going to get me by until I can see you again. And I can't explain why that necessarily had me crying. Maybe because, and in this, in this really dumb way, it's the thing of like, I can relate to that at the moment with the fact that I can't see my friends and I miss my friends. But you know what's getting me by is the fact that I will get to at some point laugh at you for the fact that I walk so fast, you have to do like a Naruto run to catch up with me. The thing Why? is, I think that's always my height. Why? I, I, that is one of the things I, I might have... not be with you, but I can still point at you with my foot. <laughs> I I look forward to the fact that I will get to have you actually yelling at me in person. I look forward to the fact that we get to like all get to go for a drive and listen to songs and that she scream at the top of our lungs. And like my like at the moment I'm holding on to those memories of those good things until I can see you again. Cute. And yeah. I mean you still not responded to the I burn for you. It's fine. I'm just dead inside. If you send me any more videos of you lying on the floor listening to sad music, I'm gonna scream. Didn't I do? I will block your number. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I will do it. It's really difficult when we run a podcast together to just delete my number. I don't care. I'll just contact you via the Google Drive. <laughs> Did you know I don't check that? <laughs> exactly. Hello. So as of next week, it'll be a one woman podcast. <laughs> Um, oh, stop, <laughs> stop. Um, Inej wakes up one day to find a note in her room from Kaz. He's also, like actually, we should clarify at this point, uh, Jesper and Wynan are living together, basically. Alice stays there, but she actually bugs off to the boathouse of the music teacher. And 
Inez has been staying there while she researches finding a ship. But then, yes, she wakes up with a note from Kaz. Yeah, that's like, yo, come down to the harbour, please and thank you. Uh, well, never please and thank you, because let's be honest, <laughs> Kaz doesn't say like, please. She falls asleep, like, clutching it. Mm-hmm. So she rocks up, you know, bright and early. I don't know why they all have to be at sunrise. Why? <laughs> I because they have more messed up sleep schedules than we do. Um, goes to the harbour, Kaz is there, they like talk for a little bit, he then like hands her a, some binoculars I think, and he's like, yo, that one down there, that's yours? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Is it's it called the Wraith. Yeah. And here's the, here's the kicker. Oh, also they hold hands. Uh-huh. And he's not wearing his gloves, and they just stand there and hold hands for... Mm-hmm. Lord knows how long they don't talk. They just stand there in in the sunlight, and it's beautiful hearing the sound of the water. It's gorgeous. And then she eventually removes her hand, and she's looking again at the boat, and she sees two Suli people. I thought it was Tolia and Tamar because I was thinking <laughs> another little like sprinkling of like a oh look more characters you know, but I was wrong. Maddie, who is it? It's her parents. Cal's went out and found her parents. Also, she like falls and he catches her. You know, no gloves, no gloves. He just catches her. And it's the fact that she, uh, she says like, "Come, come with me to meet yeah. them." And he's like, "Of course." She like, she like asks, she's like, "Will you come with me?" He's like, "Of course." My heart. <laughs> and then she's like running to them. She's like, "Mom, Dad, oh God." That's the that here's my thing. So we know that Shadow and Bone, the Netflix show, is gonna have like the prequel stories of Six of Crows. That suggests to me that therefore we will eventually see a Six of Crows TV adaptation on Netflix. Uh-huh. Which means we'll see that moment live. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be I don't know how I'm gonna respond to that other than just crying so much. That's a lot. I will cry a river. To make up for all of that emotion. No emotion. Emotion. It's we fine. Have another yeah. It was another I like I like I like it when men beg. Sorry, just started over that. <laughs> I like it when men beg moments. She goes to Rollins's um country estate. estate that he thought nobody knew about. Yeah. Dumb bitch. She breaks in even though he's got bars on all of the windows. But it's because she's the wraith. She's she's magic. Um he wakes up to her like just cutting his chest open. Because <laughs> mm. why not? And he Um and like it's like right above her heart. His heart, I mean. Um like she does one cut and she's like, that's the first cut. Mm-hmm. And like eventually he realizes next time she sees him, she'll be cutting out his heart. Mm-hmm the thing that got me so he goes running to his son's room and he sees that the baby the toy the baby's toy oh, lion is gone and it's been replaced with a crow and i was like oh that's so cool no more lions for that little kid no <laughs> just crows <laughs> no more lions for that little kid <laughs> and then Rollins is like we gotta get the fuck up out of here <laughs> Yeah, and then he basically makes the decision not to go back to Ketterdam anytime soon. And that's the end. That's it. Or is it? My thing is, I would be happy enough if the book ended there, but I feel like there is so much potential with the series to uh-huh. go further. Like, there is still, what's it, 
I want to find out about Nina's powers. I want to learn about what's his name, Jarl Broom, the guy, the really bad Driscoll guy. Like, there's going to be more about that. Yeah. Which is, but I feel like they'd have their own like wind up story, like going from doing something else. Yeah. I'm holding story. out hope for Kaz and Inej. Yeah. I need more Kaz and Inej. Uh huh. I need to see a world where they are together. Well, like, I, even- I want that development story as well. I want a story. Ooh, sorry, I'm yawning. I want a story of Inej and her crew hunting down slavers. Uh huh. Yes. Is Kaz gonna go with her, or is he gonna stay in the city? Because she says at the end that she's gonna need someone in the city to fight the slavers whilst she's on the ship. So is he mm. gonna stay there? But also, that's them separated for a very long period of time, and I don't know if my heart can handle that. But they would be communicating because he'd be they'd be communicating with each other like, oh, this slave is in this port at this time. That is and true. the thing is, he was like, I don't want to seem like a good person, like I'm helping you. She's like, okay, think about it this way. You're lessening the competition. He's like, now you're thinking like me. <laughs> um, I, I want more of Jesper and Wyland. I just want more of Jesper full stop. Yeah, I was ranting yeah. to Maddie earlier. I think the guy that has been cast as Jesper, who is called kit something i can't remember his name he's really talented that's where i'm gonna play i wrote my dissertation on that play and he was very 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 funny and i think he's a really good cast that's it that's all i have to say on the matter <laughs> only thing i found out though from and i found out from book twitter they've still not cast wylan yeah because at this point it's a prequel their prequel stories wylan doesn't join until just before six of crows so my, but then the question is, who would everybody want to be cast as Wylan? I have an answer, but for one really vain reason, I want them to cast Tom Holland, but purely because he gives away all of the spoilers. <laughs> and we've had absolutely nothing. It is January. We've only had that one measly teaser trailer. All I've heard is Ben Barnes saying, you and I are going to change the world. And you know what? I love that. Mm. But we've not had any pictures of people in their costumes. We've not had even the mention of when we could possibly see a trailer and at the moment it's up in the air whether the show's even going to come out in April because they might have to do some reshoots and I'm sat here like come on how dare you keep us we like panicking as well because we were like we need to finish reading all of this before before we, like the show comes out <laughs> literally cut forward to us in January being like yeah we don't even know when it's coming out now so so now we're joining the wait and I'm very frustrated but then also my question is, uh, I've not seen, hold on, hold on, I've got to have a Google. Madison, how have I not looked at this? Hold on, what's it called? Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Have they cast Nikolai? I think so. Netflix, I don't think they have. Are they calling him Storm? Nick- Nikolai is not in season one. I'll see if it's Stormhond. I mean, it's not until book two, so maybe not. So you're meaning to tell me that we're not going to see Nikolai for another like three years. Well, no, saying that, it is, it is Netflix. They are quite quick with, like, writing, producing, filming. 
but with obviously covid and the aftermath it's going to take so long to do yeah and netflix does this lovely thing where um they don't like to do shows that do well for longer than three seasons i'm not quite sure yeah. why it's got something to do with like the the um binging numbers yeah all shows except riverdale who what they just they just keep making it riverdale should have been stopped a long time ago also so really randomly I remember I found another one of the quotes I meant to read and this one I can actually agree with Kaz Brecker it might not sound like me but I am this Kaz Brecker quote I don't hold a grudge I cradle it I coddle it I feed it fine cuts of meat and send it to the best schools I nurture my grudges honestly me I am that level of petty I wouldn't actually like 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 I still, I still have some grudges from like secondary school that I'm holding on to. I'll never get to talk to the people. I never get to sort it out. But I just have those deep down. Same. Yeah. To that one girl who told everyone I stole her mobile phones. Fuck you. I can't say mine because I'm still, I'm still friends with with those people. <laughs> Mine's all petty about the drama club. Oh my god. Listen, all I'm going to say is that lead role was meant to be mine. Wow. How dare they? Yeah, how dare they? But it's fine. How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> I think we should start up an ASMR club. I don't yes. think we should. <laughs> I said club. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Imagine like a nightclub, but for people who like ASMR. Instead of really loud noises, it's just ASMR triggers. Isn't that called a silent rave? No, because silent raves, you have like headphones and you listen to your own music. So what? Everyone's just going to listen to ASMR. Everyone's just going to listen to ASMR and like Zen. Going to meditate. I really like whispering. All I've got going through my head is someone talking like that over a microphone and everyone like... <laughs> Welcome to the club ASMR. We're gonna, we're gonna get lit tonight. <laughs> the entire audience is like... <laughs> See, that's it. Someone like whispering all the songs. They'd be like, instead of shouting back, they'd be like, let me hear you. We're at the hotel, motel, sing it back to me. <laughs> Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Sorry, although actually, while you mention it, Maddie, I think we need to recite the um, the two lines of our national anthem. I've already done it. I did it yeah, in our style. We need to do it again together. And put your hand over your heart. Are you not a patriot? ASMR style? No, normal style. Uh, you know, I'm never going to die. I'm Chuck Norris. Fuck, fuck the, the government, government and, and fuck, fuck Boris. Boris. Thank you very much for listening to our rendition of the National <laughs> Anthem. It is, um, that is Vossy Bop by Stormzy. Why do I feel like on the radio? <laughs> and up next, we're going to be uh, giving away money live on hearts. Well, if somebody just listened to the, this last 10 minutes. They'd be podcast. like... They were like, are these girls on crack? <laughs> Can I-
Can I tell you a really funny joke? I'm waiting for you to say yes or no. Can I tell you a really funny joke? Go for it. Thank you. Um, what drug do you give ducks? I don't know. What drugs do you give ducks? <laughs> Quack. I have never been so disappointed in someone in all of my life. I love that every time you said that sentence, it's always directed at me. <laughs> I'm so thankful that I'm the person who consistently lets you down. At least I'm consistently letting you down. I mean, I feel like I've said it more to Jessica than I have to you. No, I've been I've been equally disappointing. <laughs> You sound proud of that. Yeah. I rarely disappoint people. I'm an overachiever. I'm a Capricorn. Um, whenever I think that um, you two are the weird ones in this friendship, I then have flashbacks to me um, dab galloping in my, in my um, I was going to say dorm room, in my room in first year. And then also there's us going, boys, dilling, <laughs> boys, dilling. Um, also me carrying that um, elf on the shelf like a baby on the way home. But you also held his hand because it was also your boyfriend. It was not my boyfriend. It was my, it was just my friend. Okay. Do you think I'd make lots of money if I sent up an ASMR page? No. TikTok of the dogs. It's like the one where they put the middle finger up and they bite it. No, it's like, what's your name? And then he says his name. He goes, Oh, fuck you. And then the other goes, What's your name? And he goes, Oh, Steve. Oh, fuck you, Steve. Yeah, that's us. That that is us. We need to stop, (laughs) but we can't because we're having too much fun with the microphone. I mean, at this point, everyone's switched off. Yeah, if you're at this point now, <laughs> congratulations. Um, are you okay? The real question is, are we okay? I think Maddie and I are sleep deprived. I'm definitely sleep deprived. I've been having my full eight hours of sleep, mate. I have not. If you cannot tell by the look of my eyes currently, none of you can see, but Maddie can see. The, the bags under my eyes, not designer. I mean, same, but I think this is just genetics. I'm wearing so much makeup under my eyes, it's ridiculous. Also, I had a, a COVID test today. Negative. Woohoo! The only test I can't pass. <laughs> I don't think you want to pass that one. Though. I don't want to pass it. I've failed it like five times. It's great. But isn't I've you get- getting a negative, you failing the test? Not, not, not you failing, you passing the test. Stop taking this so literally. Fuck you. I feel like I really want to listen to smooth jazz. <laughs> I can't take myself seriously. Feel like jazz. <laughs> it's 
because you, it makes me die because all I can see in my in your camera is this one random thing that I don't use on my mic so it's just here and you literally look like you're on the radio but I am on the radio but you're not though surprise hang on ASMR <laughs> don't that's actually kind of oddly relaxing <laughs> Right, we need to end this because I need to edit it. So. All right, peace out. We're right. gonna peace out like Reese. Social oh, medias. Oh no, wait, no, we're gonna do this the ASMR way. Maddie, what are the social medias? I'm not gonna be able to keep a straight face. I'm gonna laugh. I have to suck it up and do it. <laughs> okay, Insta and TikTok is at off the book underscore the podcast twitter is at off the book underscore pod we have a gmail off the book podcast at gmail.com check out our goodreads it's just off the book um what else do we have bethany we have a link tree <laughs> if you would like to get involved in our book giveaway you have a few more days so please look like find all the links on our social media to get involved if uh if you're interested in, in seeing us doing more giveaways in the future let us know if you're listening on apple podcasts leave a review leave a comment let us know if you'd like the asmr or not if the asmr makes you heavily uncomfortable please let us know but also please keep emailing us I can't. I sound. I've got a rasp to my voice now. Uh, please keep emailing us and getting in contact because we've really loved actually getting to talk to people and having people be like, "Hey, we really like your podcast. Like, I love what you guys have been doing." I'm not gonna lie; it's kind of encouraging me to de- to. I was about to say to download. I'm I'm basically starting to get a god complex, and I'm really thankful you guys are helping me along the way. It's great. I'm becoming the most powerful version of myself. Do you like, know what I love as well? I love that all of our best videos on TikTok is either us just duetting something and being like, or it's you using that face thing of it, <laughs> of just announcements that authors make. And I love it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's working out well. Uh-huh. Um, wait, what was my other thing? Wait, what was I just talking about? You're contacting us. Emailing, contacting, talking. I can't remember. I think that's it. We've covered Thank everything. you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you liked the ASMR, let us know. If you had to turn to ASMR like I did in 2020, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was, a, it was a dark time, but you know what? I kind of enjoyed it. It was nice. It was nice to relax, too. I've never um, turned to ASMR before in my life. Mm, look at you. How impressive. You I, know what? Everyone I, finds their comforts in different places. I only it, have it could have, I could have been. I could have been doing cocaine instead, but no, I turned to ASMR. I only have images of Trisha Paytas doing ASMR and I think that's ruined it for me. Yeah, Trisha Paytas just does a lot of things and it just scars me. Apparently there's beef between Trisha Paytas and Shane Dawson. Good. Yeah. Good. But also I want I want to know what it is. I don't want to give them money, especially Shane Dawson. However, <gasps> sorry, drama um in the book community 
just announced on Twitter just before we started, they are doing a live action TV adaptation of Harry Potter. What? They're doing a TV adaptation. It's in the works. Which the most disgusting things it the, the most disgusting thing is it means more money is going to J.K. Rowling. Yeah, what the hell? But I don't understand why. Are they retelling the story because they can't? The the casting was perfect. It was so like the films were great. Why are they going back to do that? Unless it's like a story of like prequels or like following up stories. Either way, I don't care. Nobody watch it. Nobody funnel more money into J.K. Rowling. Fuck her. Anyway, okay. On that bombshell, thank you everyone <laughs> for tuning in. Um, we'll see you next week with a new book. And um, yeah, like Reese, we're going to peace out. Bye. Bye bye.